As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome back to Billboard's Must Hear Music podcast. Uh, my name's Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? I'm back. As well as Chris Payne. Hello. Hey, uh, our hearts go out to Erica Ramirez, who is too busy to be here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, do our hearts go out to her? Maybe then? not. Too busy to come up with a better... <laughs> yeah, ex- with a better excuse. Wow. Um, Sorry, Erica. No, just kidding. If you're listening, Erica, What's which funny you're probably is that, not. So I, I, wasn't, I wasn't on the Must Hear Music podcast last week because I was not feeling well, and my voice was all scratchy, and I listened to the beginning of that podcast, and you guys were so kind to me. That's you were like... True. Oh, Jason, hope he feels better. He's worked so hard. Oh, man. It's like, Erica, just say you have a sore throat. We'll love you. (laughs) Erica, we're just like roasting her. So, oh, well. Celebrity roast. Celebrity roast. All right. Um, Well, let's hop into it, though. We've got, first up, let's talk about uh, Tove Lowe. So I got to say, man, I I feel like this is Swedish week on the Must Hear Music podcast. Because we got, I think, three Swedish artists. We have Mape, Tov, Tovlo, and uh, who else do we have? Eric Hassel. And Eric Hassel. Eric yeah, you're right. Hassel. The Preachers are from Australia. Right. Yeah. So, you know. Why the... It's International Week here at the Must Hear no. Music Podcast. <laughs> Sweden and Australia. <laughs> well, you know. Two countries. Other countries with white people. Yay. Yeah. Exactly. So, Western-centric that... international. <laughs> on that note, um, yeah, I mean, so Tovlo, she is number 18 on the Hot 100 right now with uh, Habits Stay High. Kind of a surprise hit on that end. And she has an album coming out in a couple weeks. It is fantastic. I've been telling people how good this album is for a while. And another song of hers, one of the, one of the best songs on the album, called Moments, reached the World Wide Web on Tuesday morning. And um, yeah, it's just, it's it's funny because... Habits might be actually my least favorite song on this album. Not that I dislike it. I just think that it's it's a good single but not a great song. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the album sounds a lot similar, a lot more similar to Moments, which is just very like clean, you know, free-ranging pop music. And it's just like 
the thing about this Tolo album is that the lyrics are so razor sharp. I mean, in this in this song, like this chorus starts off with the with the line, "I'm not the prettiest that you've ever seen, but I have my moments." And then the chorus ends with, "On good days, I am charming as f, <laughs> charming as that was beep. a record scratch." So <laughs> it's just like, I, it's it's funny because like you know on paper those lines are you, you know like they're fun they're not like amazing but then but then you listen to the song and it's just so crazy that they're like the the bedrock of this like fun whimsical pop song like i'm not the prettiest that you've ever seen but i have my moments it, it's just so fun and she's so brutally honest on this album and this is one of the best songs on it yeah i have to say i'm glad that you say uh habits is your least favorite because when I first heard it, and again, I have nothing against that that song, but it really just didn't impress me too much. And I think partially it was that being number one on the rock charts, I was like, this is kind of not a rock song. Yeah. Um, and it's strange that it's the number one rock song in the country. Um, but just like we shouldn't hold it against the Lord that, you know, Royals was getting all these lauds for best, best rock, rock video, video at the VMAs. It's so strange yeah. they haven't changed that titling yet, that phrasing. Because it's, yeah. it's so it's so awkward every time it comes out and everyone laughs about it, but they they don't just say like alternative or come up with a new phrase right. yeah. or something. It's yeah. strange. Everyone has a good yuck. But um, but anyways, this song I agree is is cool, and I I think one thing you could say in the in the rock category is she really does have kind of the rock attitude. Like the chorus you're mentioning is kind of a um, self deprecating. I don't give yeah. a I don't uh, give a bee. exactly. <laughs> Um, sort of thing, and it does have a, a certain bombast to the song that certainly is more akin to uh, like '90s rock than pop music. But it definitely is pop, and the thing I like about it is it really sounds kind of like that Swedish underground pop that was so big in the 2000s, and we're now seeing kind of like bubble into the mainstream. Yeah. Um, to me, it sounds like that, and that's a good thing. Yeah, it's just it's the album is called Queen of the Clouds. And yeah, it's getting a lot of comparisons to like Lord just in terms of like, you know, it's September, the song keeps rising on the Hot 100. Who is this, you know, uh, girl from a foreign country? And how is she, you know, taking over pop radio with his offbeat song? And yeah, I, I just think that it's a, it's kind of a fair comparison just in terms of no one really saw this coming a couple months ago, but it's just a totally different sound. And, and I think pop fans are, are really going to take a shine to this album. Cool, yeah, I'm actually um, putting together for Billboard.com, trying to predict all of Saturday Night Live's musical guests for the 2014 to 2015 season, and I had Tovlo on there. Yes. Well, I definitely hopefully. see the song rising and That'd rising. very cool. Like we said, like this year's Lord totally could see that as kind of a sleeper pick. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So stay tuned for that list on yes. Billboard.com. Stay tuned to <laughs> Billboard.com. Um, so let's listen to it, Tovlo Moments. moments uh next up let's talk about mape this is uh yet another swedish although i think she was born in america and has just mostly lived in sweden um pop star um the interesting thing about mape she started out her name kind of bubbled up on the internet maybe four years ago she was mostly rapping yeah um 
for whatever reason, I have to say I haven't read a ton of interviews with her. She decided to put that in the background and focus more on singing. Uh, her singing voice is very soulful, but this definitely is pop music. Uh, the song I picked is from her upcoming album. The song is called Things You Know Nothing About, and it's musically all over the place, but I think yeah. in a great way. Like It starts out with uh, kind of guitar strumming and this ethereal choral voice in the background, and then there's a bass drop, not exactly an EDM bass drop, but like there's an actual like funk guitar bass line that's just drops in. It's funky as hell. Um, and then it ends with this kind of weird string hook, like something you almost might hear on an MIA album. It's just a really inventive track. And like I said, in- incredibly funky and just a really good sound. Yeah, I agree. I really like this song. I love, like you said, the bass line. It kind of explodes at the one minute mark. And yeah, I, I was a fan of Don't Wait, and it's kind of like Tovlo, where where it's like, I, I think this is even better, and it's it might be not even a single, it might be buried on the album, but it's um it, it really has that kind of impact that makes me want to discover more of this album. Yeah, as you were saying, the progression of the instrumentals, as you described, is far better than I ever could have. They, they... Very deferential. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Ever, but. Well, I was I was gonna say it's just it was a sort of track that is not predictable in a verse chorus verse chorus structure where you feel like you're just getting repetition over several minutes. There was a very great sense of build up to that song that I enjoyed a lot. So I would definitely like to listen to more of it if if the rest of the album stands up. You think for that track? Yeah, NPR has got a whole first listen of it, which you can check out. Um, but don't go to NPR. Just go to Billboard.com. <laughs> don't even. Yeah. Um, no, we like NPR, I think. I don't know. <laughs> no. Are we allowed don't. to plug other websites right. on the new music podcast? I mean, I podcast. love Garrison Keillor, so, you know, although that, we probably never feature a Garrison Keillor-esque musical uh, you know, out, outfit on this podcast. Um, anyways, though, let, let's listen to um, Ma Pei's thing you, Things You Know Nothing About. I know you're trying to deceive. All right, next up, let's talk about The Preachers. Uh, the track is Somebody's Talking, and this is a C-Pain pick. Yeah, I've been really into The Preachers. They're a rock band from Australia. And I've been really into them ever since they dropped a great single called Is This How You Feel? That's the third track on their album that comes out on uh, September 26th. Digitally only then comes out physically a couple months later. Um, but what I really like about this other track, it's one of the other singles they've shared from it, is is I really enjoy how the guitars are mixed in the chorus, sort of with the with the vocals and the tracking, and it's an extremely catchy song. Not and but it's very different from a lot of alternative hits these days where I feel like there's just lots of woes and hey and just like <laughs> lots of just getting slammed over the head with a big obnoxious chorus over the over and over. The preachers sort of have like kinda like a Heim vibe to them. They they sound modern, but there's a lot of classic rock kind of like Fleetwood Mac vibes in this band, and they're very catchy and very enjoyable without really being too over the top. That's yeah. That's really interesting. You mentioned Heim because I didn't think of that, but when I was taking notes about this song, I was just thinking it, it sounds yeah like kind of a a throwback rock song in just that it actually is a rock song. Like the opening riff 
sounds like something influenced by Chuck Berry. And I think it's fair to say that most rock in 2014 doesn't have, you know, much reminiscent of a Chuck Berry song. Um, but you're right. It's it's not like a, a vintage or retro thing. Like, you can totally move to this track. There's a bit of dance in it. Uh, the vocals in the background kind of made me think of Licky Lee. Um, it does have that kind of, like, trick of sounding like an old-fashioned rock song, but not sounding dated in any way. Yeah. I, I, I really like the Preachers. I think C-Pain, you, were you with us when we saw them at Bonnaroo? Yeah, they they opened up Bonnaroo. They did year. open up Bonnaroo. They're, they're great, and I agree with both of you guys about the Heim vibes. Uh, it's funny because I've listened um, to this album I got it a couple of days ago and I've listened to it twice while making dinner. And I don't know what that means, but it's just very good. Like, like you get home from work and you're like, yeah, I'm going to make some pasta tonight. You put on the preacher's album. Yeah. Hey, put on the put preachers, make some pasta. How would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study? People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's like attention Whole Foods. Start adding the preachers. To yes, the exactly. Yeah. You know, it's very kicky and, and likable and... You you know I I think the song is is really great I, I I don't know if it's on the um on the level of is this how you feel but it's it's a fun album and great to cook to <laughs> I mean and what better endorsement do you need than that Yeah what's funny is that I I told that to somebody else yesterday I was like yeah I've listened to the Preacher's album a couple times while I'm making dinners and the, and he was like oh they should put that on the jewel case like jayslipshedsbilboard.com <laughs> says I've made dinner twice to this album <laughs> right. so better than a four five star rating I think much better um, alright so this is uh, the Preacher's Somebody's Talking from their upcoming album Blue Planet Eyes and it's like Right, that was the preachers uh songs to make dinner to yeah what's going on with that title blue planet eyes i don't i don't know about that i title. don't know it's kind of a kind of hokey i don't know yeah it just sounds like 
What do, what do you say about Magna Carta Holy Grail? Like it's, it's basically Jay-Z's album, Words That Sound Important. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, it's like a Mad Lib, like, blue, planet, eyes. Like, all right. No, yeah. I hey, I, I kid with the preachers. Right, I kid, I kid. It's I all kid. love here. Um, all right, next up, let's talk about, this is one of my picks. It's uh, Blake Mills. The song is called If I'm Unworthy, and it's from his new album, Hi-Ho. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Blake Mills, he has been, I guess, most famous for being Fiona Apple's uh, guitarist. He's worked with a ton of people, though, from uh, Lucinda Williams to Lana Del Rey to Beck. This is his technically his second uh, release as a solo artist, but in a lot of ways, this is kind of his first one with a real push behind it. The sound is... It's it's stuff we've heard from the history of rock before. You know, I would liken this to maybe the band or My Morning Jacket as touch points, but it really stands out because he is just a fantastic guitarist, and the production here is very inventive, um, especially when you think of bands that are kind of indebted to the band. Typically, they stick in pretty familiar territory. What you know, whether you like that kind of music or not, I think most people would agree that they're not really breaking the mold. And he's definitely thinking outside the box on this record. Um, you know, it's this country inflected, blues inflected, but it, it's original in a way that I guess just ultimately comes down to him being like a worthy singer songwriter in his own right. Um, and the thing I like about the track I chose specifically is it's got this nice reverb on it that always seems to kind of like threaten to explode, especially on the solos, but always never really does. It still kind of stays maintained and it brings this interesting tension to the song. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I think you hit the nail on the head that it always kind of threatens to bubble over. And it's this, I, I didn't expect to to be really engrossed by this song as much as I was but you know after a couple of listens I, I really you know was taken with it yeah I didn't really feel that engrossed I I think <laughs> I, I, I was kind of left Burn. waiting for for some Burn. some more of a like in like a catharsis in this track that did not come but maybe I need to listen to it more to get get a focus on other thing focus on the engrossment yeah, I mean, not it's the not, catharsis. It's not explosive. <laughs> that that's for sure. It's not gonna like, it's it's a slow burn type of song, and I think he's that kind of an artist. So, pro- probably burn. not for everyone. I like I it. Say. I like but it a lot. It's man. good. I'm I'm I endorse it. I feel like this might be my favorite week for the must hear music in terms of the actual music. Like wow. there are a lot of good songs that I there. We're gonna cover, you know, I think five songs in total. I like I really like all five of these songs. That's that's a hey, big endorsement. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we hate the things we talk about. <laughs> Finally, this the must hear music that we just are like, eh, just no. Despise. Well, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, Joe, you you trot out like a um, maybe like a fuzz, like a lo-fi podcast. fuzz right. rock, and I'm like, oh, Joe. Yeah. What's going Erica's on? Eric is definitely not digging that either. Yeah. The lo-fi no, fuzz stuff. Oh, I I would like that stuff. Yeah. You gotta invite C Pain for like the Ty it's, Siegel. It's true. Yeah. I if you had Ty Siegel, I would have been very happy. Yeah. You gotta invite for that like the waves i'm sure like whenever you guys have waves right you must hear music so see pain equals waves i'm I'm so glad to hear that basically yeah that that analogy (laughs) all right well let's let's listen to uh blake mills right now tommy was wasted with you All 
right, that was Blake Mills. The song is If I'm Unworthy. And next up, before we get kicked out of this room, uh, let's talk about Eric Hassel. Yes. Uh, yet another international star. Another Swede. The song is uh, Pathetic. Do you want to? Yeah, so this. Um, Eric Hassel's been around for a while. I think his first single came out in 2008. His first album came out in 2009. And I've always kind of kept an eye on him. I, I've never loved his material. Um, I've always kind of, you know, had, had you know, a fond, you know, a fond in- inkling toward it, if you will. But Pathetic is is his first single that I've I've really been blown away by. And it's not it's not really new. It's It came out, I believe, in February. But it, it is kind of getting like a second life online. Um, just has a new uh, music video. I think the music video finally came out a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I I, I really like the song. Uh, C-Pain to my right here, I know he's a big Jamie Liddell guy, as I am as well. It's just kind of like that, you know, blue-eyed, like, white boy funk soul music. And this is, like, totally up that alley. Like, very much, like, Biting Prince and really kind of, you know, showing his heart and and giving it his all and it's i it's very impressive to me it's it's just i like how the the song just kind of ends on on the word pathetic i like a lot of things about this song and uh what do, what do you think joe i mean yeah the the prince comparison is it's almost too obvious to mention but yeah. I, it's just, hey i mentioned it anyway but no no but i, I was certainly <laughs> going to mention it because it, it is almost for me i would say i really like the song but the the prince vocal aping is a little too Oh, close. you think it's too much. Okay. Like there's just it's not even just like the timbre of his voice, but the way he like pronounces syllables and kind of like does ahs and oohs. It was just it's so close to Prince in a way that it does sound like he's imitating him. That being said, if you're imitating Prince, it's an impressive trick. I mean, that's hard to do and he sounds really good yeah. doing it. Um and I do I really like the music. Um you know, there's like finger snaps and a throbbing synth bass line. Yeah. Like, it's a cool song. So. I've, always, I've always felt that he, like Eric Hassel, just needed a, a song to really break through, especially to, to U.S. audiences. I, I don't, I don't think he's a known entity over here at all. And I, I think this might. I, I don't know if this is going to be the song that does it, but I think this is like a good little like reintroduction to who Eric Hassel is and what he can do. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm really taken with it. It's just like a good like. It's a good like late summer like playlist edition. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, you were saying like with breaking the market, it was a good song. I'm just wondering what his niche would be like and what kind of an yeah. up because he's he's major label, right? He's, he's sort of going for a pop. Audience. Um, yeah, I believe so. I think he's yeah, but I, I don't know. It's it's just like I think he's still kind of trying to find that that you know area of of impact. But I I think that this is. I don't know. I mean, I think this is a strong enough song to really get him there. But yeah, it's like that know. alternative. Very, it's a very nebulous term, but alternative pop. Yeah. Basically, you could throw a lot in there. I think there just needs to be more of a a place for alternative pop. Totally on the charts. Right. Totally, totally. But let's uh, let's listen to it. Eric Hassel. The song is pathetic, as in that's the title, not the quality of the, the song. The song is not pathetic, which is quite good actually. Called, <laughs> the song is called pathetic. And here it is. You got my heart in a twist And that ain't right, baby And it's not fair Cause when you're not there I'm so emotionally naked Alright, that was Eric Hassel. Um, well, that is all we have for you this week. Next week, we will come back probably with less Swedes. 
Nothing against them, of oh, course, but it, it was a little heavy on the uh, mm, Danes next week. This, yeah, next week oh. is all Danes all the time. All Finnish must hear music podcast. Just Finnish metal. But anyways, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks, Jason and C Payne. I guess if you guys listening out there have any recommendations in terms of songs or bands, by all means, please tweet them at us. Have a good one. Ah!